I think this feast day can be a little tricky for, for a lot of us uh, for a number of reasons. I was, so sometimes I like to sort of step out of things, right, and try to look at what we're doing from like an outsider's perspective, right? So if someone was to come into church today for the first time, uh, maybe in years or maybe the first time ever, um, or maybe, you know, like one of our neighbors saw us getting into our car this morning and, you know, asked us, where are you going? And you say, well, we're going to church. It's like, what, what are you doing there? Right? And so you tell, oh, well, today we're celebrating the solemnity of our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the universe. Right? They'd be like, what are you talking about? So I think part of, part of what's difficult about this day is, uh, one, that we live in America, right? Because in America, our country was founded, uh, at least in part, because of corrupt monarchy, right? So as Americans, we don't trust a monarchy. So when we talk about Jesus Christ as the king of the universe, I think, again, for, for a lot of us, and especially for outsiders, but I think sometimes even insiders, right? We hear about Jesus Christ as king, and it can be easy for us, or maybe just tempting, to sort of begin to question it. We, we know a lot, I mean, in the, we're in the 21st century, we can look back on history and we can see lots of monarchs who were incredibly corrupt, found in the, in the Bible, first of all, but then, you know, even since the time of Jesus, monarchs, kings, and queens who were supposedly Christian, but didn't really act like it. So then for us to hear about how Jesus Christ is the head of a monarchy, I think, I think it's just really easy to say, like, well, can't he be something else? Can't he be, like, president? Maybe I'll vote for him this year instead of whoever else is the candidate. Right, and yet the church celebrates this day as our Lord Jesus Christ, King of the universe. So there's, there's something there that, that I think if, if you struggle with the idea of a monarchy, it's, it's fine, it's understandable in a lot of ways. Uh, and yet at the same time, there's an invitation, maybe a challenge from the Lord to wrestle with that and to seek growth in faith, which ultimately is kind of, is kind of the main point that I, that I want to bring this morning, is that without faith, this whole thing that we're doing here is silly. Without faith, the day that we celebrate, without faith, the, the coming to church at all on a Sunday morning at 8 o'clock in the morning, it's silly. But with faith, then it's something that we can get behind. You know, it's something that, that makes sense or it's something that, that is so obvious and clear and how the, the gift of faith is such a difference maker. But before we talk a little bit more about faith, we're going to pray for faith and ask the Lord to give us that. I just want to point to another thing that can be tricky about this day, right, is, is that we're celebrating somebody, Jesus, who... One, lived 2,000 years ago, right? So there's, there's that whole thing, right? So again, from an outsider's perspective, it's like, why are you remembering somebody who lived 2,000 years ago? You say that he's the king, but can you show me where he is? 
And what's more, when he was here on earth, he, he appeared to be just like anyone else. Right? When he, he was here on earth, he, he, and this was the vision, right, that, that Daniel is talking about. I, as the vision continued, I saw one like a son of man coming on the clouds of heaven, right? This person appears to be just like every other human being. And yet, for, for some reason, in Daniel's vision, right, he's given an understanding to know that this one coming like a son of man is not just any ordinary human, but that this, this one, this, this, this person coming on the clouds was giving an everlasting dominion. That is to say, a, a kingship that lasts forever, even beyond, like we could say, his life. Somehow, his kingship lasts beyond his normal appearance as a human person, as a human being. And then what's more, it's a kingship that is universal. It's a kingship that's meant for all people. So Daniel is given to know this, but when Jesus was here, not everyone understood this. And we, we hear about this in our gospel, right? Pilate is questioning Jesus and trying to figure out who exactly this person is, right? Who exactly is this man who was handed over to him for crimes that didn't really merit being killed? Right, and so he's trying to figure this out. He, to, to Pilate, Jesus looks just like any other person, right? And so without the gift of faith, right, this whole thing just seems so silly and absurd. Right, if I don't have this gift of faith to see, and then, then what's more, right? So what's more is we come to Mass, and we see that what happens here with the bread and the wine is that it actually changes into the body and blood of Jesus. That... When the priest prays the Eucharistic prayer, that the bread and the wine, even though they still look and smell and taste and feel like ordinary bread and wine, we, we believe by faith that something incredible happens here. Something absurd happens here at this altar every time we come to Mass. And so if I don't have faith to understand that, then it's like, what are you talking about? This is just bread and wine. Right? But with the gift of faith, then we can see that even though it appears to be ordinary bread and wine, that there's something deep beneath it. Right? And this was, this was just part of my reflections this morning, is, is that many of us, many of us don't really have this gift of faith. And so to talk about Jesus Christ as the king of the universe... It's a day that, for me, I just get really excited about it. And I want to I preach about it in such a way that, that it can help other people, you, come to a deeper appreciation of worshiping Jesus as the king of the universe. Hopefully, right, hopefully challenging all of us, and this, this, I, I'm included in this, challenging all of us to subject ourselves willingly to Jesus Christ and his kingship. To get to a place in our walk with Jesus, right, which that phrase in itself is only a phrase that someone can understand who has faith. But in our walk with Jesus, to get to a place where we can say, Jesus, I place my whole life under your lordship. My whole life. I hold nothing back because I see Jesus. That you are the one 
who was envisioned in the prophet Daniel. I see, Jesus, that you are the one who in the book of Revelation is revealed to be the ruler of the kings of the earth. I I believe, Jesus, by faith that you are the one who the scriptures reveal to be not just an earthly king, but to be a king that is heavenly, a king whose kingdom is so much bigger than one little planet or one little corner of a planet. But your kingship, Jesus, is the kingship that extends to the entire universe, which is 48 billion light years across. That is who I believe, but this is a belief and a profession ultimately that can only come with the gift of faith, which is a gift that only God can give to us. Now we, it's true, to receive the gift of faith, we have to open ourselves, right? We have to approach the Lord Jesus and his kingship. We have to approach him with a heart that's opened, right? To come to church, to come to the Lord in prayer, with a heart that says, I am actually open to receiving this gift. And if I receive this gift, I am actually open to changing my life if I have to. To letting my thoughts, my actions, my words, my whole way of seeing life, to letting that be formed by this King willingly subjecting myself to him, even though I don't actually agree with what a monarchy does, or I have a tough time with it. But for whatever reason, I want to come with an open heart and an open disposition. So we're just going to finish. I'm going to, I'm going to kind of lead us in a little bit of a prayer. And I'm not sure how long it's going to be, a couple minutes maybe, but just to simply pray and to ask Jesus to give us this gift of faith so that it's not ultimately me that inspires us this morning to appreciate the kingship of Jesus, but so that it's Jesus Christ himself, the king, who reveals to us his kingship and gives us the gift, right? The gift that only a king can give. And so we we finish with prayer. You're welcome to... Uh, open your hands if you'd like. You're welcome to close your eyes if you'd like. Uh, you're welcome to kneel if you'd like. Uh, you can just sit there if you'd like. Whatever you'd like to do. But we want to come before the Lord this morning and pray. Jesus, we thank you for bringing us to this moment. We thank you for even the unconscious ways that your Holy Spirit has guided us to this moment, to this church that some of us have been attending for years and others of us, maybe it's our first or second or third time here. We thank you for guiding us, for providing for us, Jesus, give us the grace to approach you with an open heart. Give us the grace, Jesus, to approach you with an open mind, a mind that is willing to be formed, that is wanting to be formed by you, by your rule.
Jesus, help us, especially help us who are weak in faith, so that as we approach you, we can receive every gift that you want to give to us. We pray especially this morning, Jesus, that you would give us the gift of faith, that you would increase our faith, that in the same way you revealed yourself to your disciples, in the same ways that you somehow revealed yourself to the prophets even before you were born on earth, in the same way that you have revealed yourself to the holy men and women who have lived in the last 2,000 years, Jesus, we pray that you would reveal yourself to us here and now. That as you give us this gift of faith, we can begin to see more clearly who you are and who you are meant to be for us. Give us the gift of faith so that we can see more clearly all that you have done in our lives, all that you have led us toward and given, given to us. Jesus, give us the gift of faith so that we can surrender ourselves to your kingship, to your rule. Give us the gift of faith in you, Jesus, so that we can understand how good you are and how generous you are as our King. Jesus, we pray in your name that you would remove from us anything that is lingering in our lives, that is keeping our hearts and our minds closed to you. Jesus, we pray in your name that you would remove from us stubbornness or hard-heartedness. We pray, Jesus, in your name that you would remove from us fear and timidity. We pray, Jesus, in your name that you would remove from our minds anything that is refusing to be opened, anything that is refusing to see as you invite us to see. Jesus, remove from us the spirit of doubt. Remove from us the spirit of despair. Remove from us the spirit of confusion. Jesus, replace all of these things with your Holy Spirit, your spirit of clarity, your spirit of light, your spirit of courage, your spirit of faith. Give us all of these gifts, Jesus, and more besides, so that we can live our lives as your true subjects, pointing always to you, our mighty King. Amen.